Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. If you've been a listener here, you may know that the foundation of my work is the convergence of innovation, consciousness, and creative intelligence, of inspiration and purpose with action. And because of that, I am particularly excited to have the opportunity today to speak with Divneet Karlal, who has written a brilliant book about some of this, while at the same time, she uses a different lens and vantage point to plumb these depths. So join us, because this is going to be a really unique conversation. I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and CEO and founder of the Baca Institute. What's your creative innovator style? Find out your creative advantage by taking the creative innovator quiz. Open your creative flow and make everything you want to do in life easier because your flow affects everything. Learn to optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. My guest today Divneet Karlal is an author, speaker, and consciousness expert. She is the discoverer of the law of unification, which empowers people to create new creations for the world and a conscious life of purpose. She is an integrative thinker who has foregathered diverse components of research using her visionary perspective to devise the formula of creation to unlock our highest potential. Divneet helps individuals to master innovation, mental clarity, and self-knowledge for personal and social transformations. She inspires them to think in creative, innovative, and radical ways to develop new solutions. And you can see by that why I'm so excited, Divneet, to welcome you. Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio. Hello, Ari. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're my pleasure. So there's a lot of things that, um, that I would love to get into with you in conversation today. But let's start with um, what inspired you to write this, this mastering creation using the law of unification. That's, that's a, saying a lot right there. And it's, it's one of those kinds of... Um, Mm, titles that you have to stop for a moment and say, well, what does she mean by that? So what's, what is your, what is your story about writing this? Right. So, um, uh, this book, you know, it just, uh, it just came out of, I would say, uh, the ideas which, uh, started coming into my consciousness and, uh, because uh, I was not working upon, you know, anything to, I was not thinking about writing a book or uh, earlier I was like, I, I was into another things. Like I was working in a job and uh, busy with my material world, my normal life. So these ideas just came into, came to me uh, while certain spiritual experiences happened in my life and which actually changed the direction of my life. And, uh, these experiences uh, with them also brought this another uh, another plane like it, it just happened like i tapped into this another plane of existence which 
I also call the idea mind, the plane of the idea mind. And uh, this whole idea mind brought me these ideas because of which this mastering creation using the law of unification came into existence. So did this law of unification from your perspective exist before and you were tapping into it or tell me about that? Right. It was, it's, it's definitely. So uh, this law of unification is, uh, is actually found. It was, it is, it can be seen in uh, how a genius or how a creator or how an innovator brings new creations into the world. And it was also present in the motives of the creator gods, uh, uh, which are present in these ancient mythologies. Uh, it can be seen in various other ancient texts like Bhagavad Gita, like it can, it was represented by another picture, another uh, representation. And then there were uh, so many other texts which uh, was actually talking about this law of unification, but in a, in a very subtle manner. It was not, you know, loud enough. It was not directly saying that this is law of unification, but all these things were actually giving a representation of this law of unification and yes so when when i was working upon this I, you know i had uh, although i used to read these spiritual texts and books earlier but i never thought about these uh, ancient creator god motives these were the ideas which came to me like from nowhere and i had never learned about these ideas it was like uh, there was this these ideas needed to be worked upon to be explored to be maybe the law of unification needed to be discovered so that you know it can help people or help other creators to bring their creations into the world so so the law of unification in this way could be understood and and um well, more than understood, really tapped into in a way to make it usable. Is, is that yeah, part so, of what you're sensing? Yeah, so, yeah, so tapping into is more of the law of unification is a law, and uh, which actually involves this plane of idea mind, how the ideas come into existence or how we can unify the plane of idea mind with the plane of this human mind, which is which works in this material world. Mm -hmm. And this unification itself can help us bring those new creations into the world. How? Can you give me an example? Right. So, um, so now, um, because in this world we live in, uh, there are so many, so many forces which, you know, which do not let our consciousness uh, grow or which do not let our consciousness reach those higher levels of higher levels where those higher ideas are available so because of these forces and we do not we are not even aware about those forces because of these forces our consciousness is so uh, you can say it's drawn towards these forces or it's kind of you know it's it's it's, it's binding these forces are kind of binding those uh, those our consciousness and it's not able to reach those higher ideas so what we do here is or what how we can use the law of unification we can overcome those forces using certain practices using using certain techniques by overcoming those forces we can reach to those higher levels we can get in touch with those higher levels of consciousness and we can tap into that idea mind where those higher ideas are available so and then Okay, so that that's the thing is it's about tapping into what you speak of of that um, that idea mind to be able to bring into the physical world those other those innovative ideas. 
That's right. And this is, you know, because uh, we, we must have heard from so many uh, scientists or maybe uh, the innovators and all those people who have brought uh, into the world some higher creations. Mm -hmm. All those people usually talk about that uh, their ideas do not come from the mind, even if we listen to their interviews or maybe if we read their papers where they have discussed about their uh, new creation or invention, they all talk about the same thing that their ideas came to them when they were not thinking, they were like kind of, maybe they were relaxing or their minds relaxed for some microsecond or maybe they just got into some state for a while mm -hmm. when they stopped doing their work and then that idea came in and then they started to work upon that idea to give it form into the world. So all those ideas, they do not come from the mind. And even if we try to use the mind to get those ideas, we cannot do that. We have to go, we have to raise our consciousness and reach those higher levels to get those ideas. And that, I mean, that's something that um, I feel very strongly about that we can't discover things. We can't bring something new into being from that mental state. Um, you, 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 I think of what you talk about of, of the idea mind as um, as relating to the quantum physics unified field idea. And, you know, that we can tap into this field that um, we're not we don't live in. We don't spend our time in uh, as we move about in the world. So we have to do, as you said, certain practices to be able to to, to tap into that. Right. And, uh, you know, as science uh, talks about these uh, terms, because science has also reached, uh, it has also, you know, kind of not tapped exactly, not tapped into that field, maybe, you know, touch that, because for tapping that, we need to go beyond the mind. And uh, that can only be done by leaving that, or maybe by those practices or techniques. We cannot mm -hmm. tap into that using the mind so that beyond thing has to be tapped using those practices and techniques yes and uh, and that unified field is also uh, when we talk about these uh, you know people who have you have you actually feel that connectedness with everything around us mm -hmm. it's also the same thing it's also that uh, same plane which we talk about like because that connectedness cannot be felt until we are on that higher levels of consciousness again so it's the same thing that unified field or that connectedness that oneness that plane of idea mind it they all exist on a higher level of consciousness so in order to tap into that higher level of consciousness, um, you, I mean, you talk in your book about how consciousness needs to evolve. Is that mm -hmm. part of that? Absolutely. And uh, this is so true that uh, consciousness is, you know, the, the, like we are here for a purpose. Similarly, consciousness is also, it's, it's trying to evolve through each one of us. So uh, it's, we are just a medium for it to, for its evolution. And, uh, uh, all the struggle or all the pain we experience in our lives is it is is a way of consciousness to uh, push us towards those evolved levels of consciousness because mm -hmm. when we struggle when we you know resist the movements of uh, that evolving consciousness the way it wants us to move or bring in those new creations into the world if we 
fight it or if we struggle through it it's uh, again it it will simply give us pain it it will it will not help us it will turn into suffering and that is the reason we face that that's suffering so it's really important for us to be a part of that or to become you know a, a co-creator with that consciousness which wants to evolve and in turn so with that evolution it also wants to bring those higher creations into the world because that also in turn helps with the evolution so it's like um, if let us say if consciousness has evolved through me so now i can create those new creations which are actually working around those higher levels so that it becomes easier for other people to work on those higher levels of consciousness so it can it can be brought in any form uh, it can be new, the frameworks which can be built into the in the world it can be the new models which can be brought into the world because the old ones are not working because you know uh, the new generate the new generation cannot actually work in those uh, with those frameworks and models so we have mm-hmm. to do this for them and for the evolving consciousness as well for the world at large right for the planet for the world definitely so divni what happens when when old forms resist the new and we're seeing so much of that in the world right now absolutely now this is uh, and you know we all do that like we all resist that i i think i was one of them who used to do that like whenever there is something which has to be brought into the world we are so attached to the older forms we are so attached to what we had been doing or what had been taught to us maybe it, it can be we have learned it in our childhood and we we just cannot leave those old things we are so we become so attached to it and this turns into a struggle for us and this turns into suffering pain because we resist that and it's not that uh, that because the reason is that we are afraid that if we gonna leave that old we are not going to get anything or maybe we'll you know our life is gonna be nothing is gonna happen with our life and we are gonna have to <laughs> spend our life in maybe maybe so because there were so many incidents i was talking to this other person one day this uh, and she referred to you know an incident where she heard someone some people talking uh near near a park or something where she was going and she heard that uh, the person was saying to the other person that i want to leave my job but uh, i think that's not a good decision and my mind is kind of stopping me maybe i'll try to do it after six months so this is how we do so ideas do come into our lives like we have to start this new thing we have to create this new thing and we are working somewhere else and we are like okay no maybe that's not give me that's not going to provide me financial stability or that's not going to provide me money so we do not follow those ideas right and that is where creativity is that is where you know creativity higher creativity always has to i mean we have to become fearless if we really need to tap into those higher levels of creativity I think it's a beautiful way of saying that we have to become fearless. Uh, right. It takes that. It takes even well we may not become fearless but we may be able to move in the in the face of fear, move with the fear because that's where courage comes in is knowing so that true. if these if these ideas are coming in, they're coming in for a reason, they're coming in with purpose. 
and and that we need to be willing to mm, do as being asked of us. I mean, that for me is the co-creation piece of it, is that we are serving uh, we are serving consciousness. We are serving the evolution of consciousness. Yes, absolutely. That's that's so true. And uh, we all need to do that because uh, not just fear, there are so many other emotions which arise as well, because, you know, we are all attached to our, maybe if it's a job, we cannot leave. Maybe if it's a uh, if it's if, if it's a place we cannot leave and go move to another place if, if that creation requires that so there are so many things we cannot do uh, just because of you know uh, it can be our fear our attachment maybe our habits mm-hmm. and all these are actually the forces of the lower levels of consciousness which bind us and if we can uh, uh, if we can recognize them if we can do some or use our uh, you can say our practices and techniques to move over or overcome them we can actually tap into that field of idea mind where those ideas are and we can use them to create new creations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i love this a quote from your book you say um, creators plunge into the mysterious to bring new solutions to the problems of the world and i felt That's like when i read that that you know, that spoke so much to my heart because that those are the people that I work with are those kinds of creators. Um, and, and it is a journey. It is a journey that is not often, certainly not often understood, but it's certainly also not, you know, there's not a lot of support for that in the way that our educational system is, the way that we, we are taught to, to stay with something, even if it's not where we need to be. Exactly, and that's that's why that uh, our educational system uh, it does not support it. And another thing is that um, even uh, not just educational system. If we see around us today, um, the influence we are getting from you know each and every person or maybe each and every you can say whatever we are using it can be online media it can be how people are operating in the world Mm -hmm. everything everything uh, is just unsupportive of these uh, the creators because if you know a creator needs to plunge into that mysterious and that person who is a creator would need that uh, that that time that energy and has to be away from those distractions which actually will help him go into that and bring out those newer levels of creations into the world but the way our society and uh, where our you know civilization is going right now it's just opposite we do not have time for that we just cannot do that because there is so much information and data around us and our lifestyles are you know it's just so difficult for creators to do that. I mean, even if creators are there, they just do not know they are creators. The reason being they are so overwhelmed because of all these things, because of their lives, how they're living their lives. They just do not know they can tap into that. Yeah, what I've, what I've seen, it's a, it's a really great point, Tiffany. What I've seen is that people tend to discount, unless they have some really, really driving, strong inner core around it, they tend to discount those ideas that come to them from these other dimensions um, and, and from these other kind or levels of consciousness. And so 
or they're scared to challenge the frameworks that exist, the, 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 anything that exists. And we, we certainly see that in our educational system where, um, we are trained to support this, you know, post-industrial revolution model when that's not what's needed. And that's not where, that's not even what exists anymore. That's right. That's right. Our education, educational model is definitely, you know, we are not taught like that, like, like we should be. So when a kid is taught, the kid is not taught that uh, you have to, you know, tap into those creative fields. And uh, I think we are trying to change a bit, but mm -hmm. still we are just teaching kids more, more than ever we teach them to. Still, there are those things like you have to study these particular subjects and then you have to, you know, go and do that because that is what your specialization would be in. Mm -hmm. But uh, creativity is something else. It cannot be taught with that, those speciali specializations. And uh, for uh, and I think every, every person, every child is a creator. It, uh, every child can be a creator. If rather than putting that child into those specialized fields, we can uh, explore his or her creativity because yes. that requires something else that does not require those uh, you know tap into what what the spe because a person can specialize in many fields why why just we uh, why just we you know allow a person to specialize in one field that that's not we we have so many abilities so many uh, one person can have so many talents so mm -hmm. a child has a number of talents and so if we can explore that, that is how the creativity arises. And I think we need to, because you and I are on the same page around creativity and the way that we use that, that word. Um, but I think we need to, for our listeners, maybe expand that. We're not talking about the ability to paint a picture or sing a song or write a song or, you know, write the next mm -hmm. great novel. It, it, it's all of that and so much more in the way that That's we're right. talking about being a creator isn't isn't that true for you definitely it's true you know these are uh, these are the ways actually i'll, I'll tell you so uh, if a if a painter paints a picture or maybe if uh, you know uh, a singer sings a song so all these are are a way uh, of expressing those higher levels of if they are tapping into those higher levels of consciousness so it's a way even if they haven't tapped into those higher levels of consciousness so as a child maybe the child you know starts to tap into those creative energies maybe uh, as you're saying by painting or maybe by singing or any other means that creativity will actually encourage or you know kind of inspire that child to go to those high levels as well because the child is just charting just trying to tap into those things and exploring the mind becomes the mind actually expands when we use these kind of techniques or maybe these kind of uh, uh, creative creative abilities or we try to work upon them mind expands um, and when that expands, we are actually able to go into those planes, those higher planes, which are actually limitless. And it's so important to work upon our creative abilities to, you know, start with, to reach those higher levels as well. And so creativity then goes way beyond, you know, their painting and their singing into the ideas that they have, the way the 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 ideas for a new project or a solution to a problem. Um, those are the, the ones that 
I feel like we need to bring forward are the ones that really do come from that higher mind so that we know that there's something here that we don't yet know, that we haven't yet discovered, but that is ready, that's being presented now to, to take us into a new, um, a new sense of possibility and perhaps to solve these problems that have seemed so intractable. That's why that's so true, because, you know, ideas can come. So uh, there are certain ideas which can also approach us from those lower levels of consciousness. So it's not that uh, those ideas cannot come. So there are multitudes. Our, our mind is like filled with ideas all the time. Mm -hmm. But how to how can we tap into those ideas that are actually going to benefit our lives, making us help us make in making those better decisions and mm -hmm. um, in helping us uh, making it making this world a better world and this planet a better planet so for those ideas we need to tap into the idea mind we do not need those ideas which are coming from the lower levels of consciousness so we have enough of that and those uh, so what i'm saying here is that yes we need to explore our creativity but we need to like keep walking upon that path so that we can reach those higher levels as well we just cannot be satisfied by creating things on those lower, um, according to those lower levels of consciousness. We really need to think beyond that and bring those new solutions into the world. Yes, yes, I, I totally agree. And um, in my quantum co-creation program, it's so important that for me, when we start to tap into or start to explore uh, how it is to have discernment, how to discern between those ideas that are from those lower levels, which we're, we're totally flooded by all the time and those those ideas that really do feel different they come from that higher dimension of consciousness and and they have a very um a viscerally different experience absolutely they are they are and uh, and uh, you know not just not just the world those ideas can it's it's not necessary that uh, if, if we are working upon those ideas that we need to, like I, when I see creators are someone, they do not even, they are not bothered about those. Like if they're working upon this ideas, it needs to be beneficial for them or it needs to bring a rod for, or some, you know, mm. kind of thing to them. It's, it's not even a point when we are talking about these higher ideas, because there is this another kind of inspiration there when they, when they have discerned that, that this idea is coming from that, that higher level of consciousness, they are not worried about those things they just mm -hmm. they kind of they, they are just you know so much uh, inspired that they they work on those ideas like anything and it those that creation comes into existence very like in an effortless manner for them yes so even even those attachments do not exist like if we talk about the the scientists or innovators uh, can we really think like like they were looking for some reward for their creations? No, they were so involved in the task and that was the reason they were able to create those bigger creations or maybe innovations. They were just working. They were just focused upon the task at hand. And they didn't have their ego invested. Is the, the way that in my old uh, psychology world would we would have talked about it. They they weren't doing it for some ego benefit or ego gratification. Right, and it kind of dissolves. You know, uh, mm -hmm. one is one thing is that uh, the 
there is a permanent desolation of ego, which can happen through spiritual practices like which I experienced. And, mm -hmm. and then another thing is through, the, through this, you know, creation, through creative abilities, when we are working for this higher good. And in that moment, when we are working, we are, we are actually, you know, serving the higher good of the planet. There is no ego. You cannot feel it. You are just working mm -hmm. because in that moment, in that moment of work, which is so inspired, you, there is nothing but there is that that energy which is working around those right. higher levels. And we become in, in those times, we become the masters of creation. Absolutely. And this is what mastery is all about. It's yeah. like we have mastered the process of creation and we have also mastered the ego. That is the you know major culprit mm -hmm. in all those things which, to, which, which we are not able to bring into the world. So mm -hmm. it just dissolves everything and we master everything. So you've referenced a couple of times um, techniques and practices to be able to tap more easily into the idea mind. And I wonder if you could uh, speak to that some to share a little about that. Right. And um, the best one, you know, I talk about is because uh, for me and for everyone around how I see everything working in this world is I think people get influenced so easily and there are so many forces of lower levels of consciousness which influence them and we are not even aware that these forces are actually influencing us in a manner that we are not able to uh, take our consciousness away from them or we're not able to connect with that idea mind so to overcome these forces to rise above these forces which are coming from those lower levels of consciousness we mm -hmm. have to use our willpower which is a very very you can say a very strong thing which has been provided to us and uh, I think this is in in this world right now we do not use it much I do not know but yeah uh, I have seen there were times earlier in there were ages earlier when I have heard so many stories how people used to exercise their willpower but today we we are not so much involved in that. Maybe we think it's it's not of much use, or maybe we do it in some different manner. Maybe uh, we try to. Sometimes we even try to misuse willpower yeah, by um, using it in other activities, which are you know actually supporting those lower levels of consciousness. So to attain something which is supporting lower levels of consciousness. But what we have to do is we have to use the willpower to rise above those lower levels of consciousness or those forces. Mm -hmm. so the forces like the habits uh, which we cannot leave and uh, the forces are like our beliefs which, which, are, every, which, which are so uh, in us that we just cannot change those beliefs. And uh, there are attachments which we cannot leave. So all those forces need to be taken care of by practicing our willpower or ex exercising so that you know it's it's like a muscle which we can exercise and it can grow and then by using it uh, on a daily basis or by using it whenever we need to overcome those lower impulses mm -hmm. we can use it and so in your in your programs that uh, you are teaching is that part of of how that process works is helping people to be create ways to practice that. Absolutely. And uh, that is how we can do that. And that is the 
for me it's it's this is the way um, i have done that i was a person who used to do those things i was not aware what i was doing i mean this is something this discovery has come to me uh, in a similar manner i would say mm-hmm. because i was doing it out of because i was so much invested in these you know the, the, these old techniques which uh, which these yogis used to do these indian yogis mm-hmm. to exercise their willpower and to access those higher levels so i was doing it just because i was very much attracted to uh, spiritual activities or maybe those you know meditation practices and then these books so i just i was doing it and out of these uh, there came a time when i stumbled upon when this dissolution happened and then i tapped into this idea mind although i had no idea how uh, how i i mean i was not thinking about tapping into it so it just happened and uh, then i realized i those ideas came and then i realized that this is how it happened this is how the law of unification worked and this is how other people can use it to tap into that creativity or to may and it, it it's it would be like it would be even better not just the creativity if we can go beyond that and reach those higher levels those enlightened levels that would be even better so creators not only they're not only bothered about uh, you know creating the creations of course that is one of their purpose mm-hmm. they can also go beyond that and to uh, reach those uh, that state of that beautiful oneness and enlightenment which is which is really beautiful so yes. i usually see it in a manner like uh, there is this stage where these creative ideas come and there is that then beyond that is the stage of that enlightened experience mm. Mm. that's beautiful that's so beautiful so I'm curious in the time we have left I would really love for you to speak to what impact you feel like all of this has on leadership. Like in other words, if we think about a conscious leader, if we think about um companies that are uh looking towards the future, looking to create in some new ways. Um because you know creators do follow some different kinds of pathways um but how would you see that this could have an effect on the development of people's leadership skills and leadership abilities mm-hmm. yeah and um if you know if if we can if leaders can use it and uh, practice it in their lives and what a beautiful world it would be and if you can you know they can really uh, apply these things uh, in these corporate environments because uh, i know how they work like driven by ego and uh, so half the world is influenced by all those ego driven uh, yeah workplaces and uh, if you can get those kinds of leaders and if you can change the setting of the workplace and how people are working there it would be i think it would be a beautiful world right now in at this moment uh, we can see i i have been hearing a lot of people are leaving their jobs right now mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have heard about so many yes. people who are doing yes. that right the great and, resignation uh, they're calling exactly <laughs> so um Uh, maybe it can be a realization or maybe i do not know it can be <laughs> an awareness which uh, which is taking them to do this 
or whatever. It's, 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 it's all a plan of consciousness where it's, it's taking all of them to, you know, to maybe because it's, it's a, it all leads to the same thing that we are, we are aiming for change. We are so done with this. You, for a while, it feels good. The ego-driven life may feel good for a while, but it does not provide us that fulfillment, that satisfaction. And after a while, we are going to we feel like so stuck in those workplaces when they are driven by ego that we just want to go out and run and do something that's going to provide us fulfillment. We cannot live our lives like that. So I think this is a, a reason that, uh, th that people are doing that. And if we can uh, get those new leaders who can use the, this, this kind of law of unification and tap into those new creations, create those new workplaces and frameworks where people can be happy to work. And there is this uh, another way of working. I would, that would be really great. I think it's, it's, it would work wonders for leadership, this law of unification. And, and, when, it, uh, and when it creates mm -hmm. that for leaders, then leaders create that for whoever exactly and i think leaders uh, like there would we need leaders to create those new workplaces as well because uh, so because they are the one who are going to create that culture in that workplace yeah. so even if they are you know they are rising above those lower levels if they are not uh, they are not a kind of you know mm, working on those lower levels they are not uh, working based upon those old beliefs or maybe those attachments or maybe those that uh, ego-based, like they are not, they do not have to worry about their security in the company. If they are fearless and if they, if they can try those new ideas, which are coming from those higher levels of consciousness, ultimately the team or the, uh, the, their people who are working under them or around them or under their supervision, they can also, they will also feel the same thing and they will also start working in the similar manner and it, it, it will gradually turn like the whole process. It will gradually, uh, the future leaders will do the same thing. It will be, it will be a process like it's like this, uh, like the ego was doing, like the workplaces have been built in the similar manner. This new thing will get a chain reaction and people will start working in that manner because that will provide them fulfillment. Mm. You you have created uh, such a picture and such a, a path forward, and I appreciate that very much. Did, right, can so. you tell our listeners how they might connect with you? What's the best yes, way? To um, so uh, the best way would be the website, and uh, they can anytime connect me connect with me on my through my website and. If uh, so, there there are links to everything like the book and the law of unification program, and we would be starting the program soon. Anyone who wants to, you know, get in uh, enroll for the program, they can sign up there, and mm -hmm. we would be starting as soon as we would be starting. They will receive the email. And um, could you share the the link? I mean, it will be in the show notes, but could you share the link? Right, right. It's divneetkarlal.com. It's D I V N E E T. K-A-U-R-L-A-L-L.com. Perfect. Thank you. And any last words before we come to a, a very quick close? I mean, it feels like it's gone so fast. 
Right. Uh, and it was so wonderful talking to you, Laurie. And um, I feel because we are working on a you know similar kind of creator thing, because you're also working with creators and innovators. So it's, it's so mm -hmm. wonderful talking to you. Mm -hmm. And uh, yes, this is the time I think people need to tap into this creativity, because if, if they do not, uh, it may be it may be another cue that uh, they are leaving their jobs because consciousness wants more creators and wants to create new creations into the world to bring those higher levels of consciousness and to mm -hmm. maybe bring in new workplaces which are actually providing fulfillment to everyone so it's great if people can do that and tap into their creativity and live those fulfilling lives and help the planet to have a you know happy place and where we can all have that fulfillment because creators are not just those select few i love that's the absolutely right for each of us absolutely absolutely I, I i like i always say that every child so when a child is brought into the world every every child is a creator and mm -hmm. then we just we just forget that we it's more like we just forget that we are creators because we are so programmed and there are so many things which are put into our minds that we just forget what we are here for right. and we forget our creative abilities. Yep. Yes. Thank you, Divneet Karlal. I so appreciate the work you're doing, what you have brought through. And I'm going to end before my usual closure. I'm just going to quote one sentence that uh, one of the things that stood out to me in your book um, as a way of closing, the mm -hmm. idea has the power to awaken the dormant parts of the human mind so that it can be realized to its full potential by using the unique expression of the creator. Beautiful words, beautiful book, uh, and a challenging book. Thank you to our listening audience for being with us today at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly as I always like to say, for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. You can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. Please do sign up to you get automatically notified. Um, and if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review because that helps more people to access the wisdom and to transform the world. And for more about fast-tracking your ideas to creation and revenue, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Take the quiz and find out your creative innovator style so that you can turn your ideas, your magnificent inspired ideas, into reality without missing another moment. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <laughs>